0: hello and welcome back to lounge with books i'm sophie and i'm claire and we are two ex-librarians keeping in touch through the power of books and in particular our book club and we are reading tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by gabrielle seven and we could have finished this by tomorrow i think because we can't put it down claire what were your thoughts on what we read well there
1: was an awful lot that happened in these pages that we read I don't know whether we've mentioned I think we had mentioned that Marx was with Zoe I don't think it matters too much if we mention that they do break up in this I don't think that's too much of a spoiler and from that other things do sort of happen during this part of the book which we can't
0: say too much about but yeah, it's so hard because we're getting to the it point is. in the book where there's a lot cracking off, and we don't want to spoil those moments that make you go, oh, "Yay!" or "Ooh, no." Yeah. <laughs> we want it to. You want to have that shock factor.
1: Yeah, we we do know that um, there's a new game that there is a comes new game, about. Yep. New game that comes about, and uh, this is through Sadie. Um, yep. which the s- master of the revels. Yeah, which Sam is very off it. Oh, oh! but also before that, they
0: do put uh, Maple World online, don't they? Oh yes, a so Maple World was from the Both Sides game, and they yes. had a lot of avid fans who loved the Maple World side, yes. so they turned that into an MMO, so Massive Multiplayer Online game. Where it's almost like the farming sims that you can get, like Stardew Valley, that sort of thing, and people can go crazy for it, don't they? Can you explain this to me? Because obviously
1: I'm not a gamer, so I need to have some... I, I don't totally understand some of the gaming talk in the book because I'm not a gamer. So what does it mean that they've done what they've done?
0: So basically they've created a world where you will create your own character that will be in that world doing whatever you want that character to do within the limitations of the game. So in Maple World it seems like you can buy a house, do quests, that sort of thing. And because it's an online game the whole world will be populated not just by non-playable characters but by real people in the world. So you could go and do quests with your mates in the real world, but they have their characters in the game as well, or meet up with someone from a different country and start talking through the game. Does that help? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that helps. That definitely helps. And it's proving very
1: popular. And they're actually using the games to make political points, almost, aren't they? Because at one point in the book, Sam and Ant... They um go off to San Francisco to get married, don't they? They do, and everybody goes there and they have a really lovely time, and it's the only, I think it's the only state in, that, in the country at that time, which was in the I think it was the 1990s, wasn't it? Mm. And basically, uh, San Francisco did the thing where they could you could go there and get married same sex sex marriage. but this all gets overturned. So they come back to California, and then everything that happened got overturned. So they weren't married anymore, and so Sadie decided to put that into Maple Town.
0: Yeah, it was Sadie, wasn't it? It was Sadie, yeah, because she was like, "That's not fair. It shouldn't be that way." And but on that day, they lose like loads and loads of people from the game, and start getting all this hate mail, and it's all directed at Sam because people think, obviously. He's the leader of the, the game, and he's got his own character in it and everything. So everyone like hates Sam because of this decision. But they also gain like, a huge following from it as well. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> think they lost like 50,000 and gained 200. Yeah. <laughs> 200,000. <liked> <laughs> but it was like, yes, she's gained more support. <laughs> so on the game front, they're just going success after success after success yeah but as a result of putting that into the game
1: this has a knock-on effect and something a tragedy does happen which
0: on the last page pretty much that we read up to both of us were like no um yeah really devastating and i'd be interested to see where the book goes from here i mean sadie and sam i feel like their relationship is just getting back on track but it's still really fragile and I can only imagine it's going to get worse after what happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it really upset us, didn't it? It did. I, mean, I we, sent we, you a crying emoji and you were like, I'm not there. You yet. did. I was like, oh no, you're not there yet. <laughs> no, she doesn't but know. But she yeah, just and I was know like, what's going to happen? <laughs> it's because I was uh,
1: finishing my other book before I read tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. So, but yeah, it's, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sadness,
0: you know, that happened, yeah. I have to say, I'm s- so far, I've been really impressed with this book because there was a lot of hype around it. I mean, I wanted to read it anyway, but then there was so much hype about how good it was that I was worried it wouldn't live up to my expectation. And, and so far, I've loved every second with it. I've enjoyed reading all of it. I've read it super fast. Whenever we've had our page limit, I've <laughs> cruised through it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the story's been really good. I've liked the fact that it's been going over time, over mm. the years and it's uh, uh, and following the different characters and how they grow. Because I was worried with the gaming side that I wouldn't understand that too much, but actually it doesn't talk too much on that. It is about the different characters and how they grow. So I don't get too lost in the gaming
0: The way she's written about gaming, she's focused more on how the story is or how it visually looks, which means anybody can understand what the game is and connect with it on, like, an emotional level rather than, these are the mechanics of the game. (laughs) The codes and all that sort of stuff.
1: Is it believable what they are doing, though, Sophie, with regard to the gaming, how that's being described? Is that... Yes. Yeah.
0: And I do feel like the... um, The game that she recently made, The Master of Revels or whatever, is a terrible name and a weird idea. But I do want to play that game and I feel like someone should make it. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's just really weird. Yeah, well, Sam hated this
1: game, didn't he? He hated the idea and he was not backing it from the start, was he? He was like, I'm not having anything to do with this. There were other reasons why he wasn't having much to do with it. But, yeah, he
0: just wasn't... He's still sight, after Ichigo 3, isn't he? He's, he wants yeah. Ichigo 3 to be made. And I think yeah. to myself, is this, like, going to be a story where a studio is, like, 50 years old and finally makes the sequel? <laughs> is that what it's going to be? <laughs> and gamers will okay, have, like, aged so much but the final Ichigo will come out. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I do think... The thing that I don't find believable is the amount of different games they've made. Obviously they went from like a small developer to almost a publisher now because they're publishing other games. So like they're doing like an anime series. So from a publisher aspect, it it makes sense for them to have so many different games in the arsenal. But because Sadie has developed most of them and they're all so different, that is what I don't find that believable because usually a studio will make games with similar DNA um,
1: right, okay. Because it's so what there's you too know. Much va- there's too much variation in the Maybe. different games they're doing.
0: Yeah. It doesn't usually happen that way. I mean, sometimes designers move companies, but I don't know, companies usually just make shooters or they just make RPGs. So, but I don't know. That's just from my limited knowledge. I'm sure there'll be a company out there that someone can go, that one did all of this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably anybody comment on that no please put your comments <laughs> i'm a fountain of knowledge <laughs> so we're going to read all the way to the end aren't we claire because we're almost there we are so that yeah. will be our fifth book club done and dusted as of next week and we will let you know our official review will it be return renew or overdue
1: well i think we already know what that's probably going to be It's <laughs> a good
0: book you never know. The ending of the book could completely change our minds.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it could do, couldn't it? So, um, I've uh, shall I read tell you about the book I finished? Yeah, we finished. Reading? The, so I finished the, re- the intense... Yes. Yeah, I finished. You don't know me by Imran Mahmood. and uh, yeah, I decided right. I needed to get through this book. It t- took me quite a long time. It's not like it's like small writing or anything the pages just seem really thin but there was a you know it just the premise of it it's set it's a courtroom thriller um and the main character is trying to defend himself from being accused of uh killing this gang member There are other characters involved in it and he's just on trial and he's just describing what happened. And I really liked it. It's been a really good read. I've enjoyed it for a crime thriller. I was sort of finding that I'd had enough of reading it towards the end and the ending, I can't tell you what happens in the end because that would spoil it. But, yeah, it's not the ending I was expecting. Oh, yeah is that happy you're happy with how it ended or i'm kind of happy but i'm not happy because i don't feel like i've had proper closure but it's a good ending
0: <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense it doesn't, does it? It but... doesn't like <laughs> it's good but i don't feel like i had closure <laughs> that's the worst though when you don't feel like you've had closure
1: and I can't say too much more about it because that would give Spoiling. the ending away. Okay. It would spoil it. Had a little tweet, and the the author has liked it, and you know, and there's been quite a lot of conversation because I then found out after following the author that the book is turned into a series. No. Yeah. So I'm now is it on BBC? T- t- it is on
0: BBC. Oh so my I'm gosh! Now... <laughs> Didn't I say at the beginning this reads like a BBC drama? And it is yeah. a BBC drama, <laughs> and it was back in twenty twenty one
1: when it was done.
0: Wow! Uh, it,
1: yeah, it's a four four episode series, and I am currently. I've just finished the second of the, the four, and it's good. It's not as good as the book. I feel like they've uh, they've not got they've not got his sister right. His sister is called Blessing. And something happens to her and she is a a selective mute is how I would describe it in the book. So she Mm. doesn't talk. In the series, she's what I would say a much stronger character. And I think she's quite timid because of what happened to her. And you don't see any of that happen in the series. And also there is a main character in the book called Kurt who Mm. features He is like, he's a big character. He features in the book and he is one that is involved in what happened to Jamil, the one that gets killed. He is involved in that with Kyra and the main character. And he's not in the series. And I'm like, he's a massive part of the book. Yeah. So they have changed it a lot. I don't know why they missed him out because he features... Way back into the main character's school years.
0: Ah, weird. It's like when they got rid of that character in The Secret Garden when we watched the movie. And you and your reading group were outraged, and I was like, never read the book, so I didn't even know there was meant to be someone else. Yeah, it was the gardener. Was it the gardener? It was a big character. Was was he?
1: Yeah, and we were like, he's not in it, and he features so much in the book. Absolutely. (laughs) So. Um, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a renew because I think if you were to keep reading it you would pick out lots of little bits that you perhaps didn't read first time around There's lots of bits in it, but it's good, It's there's a lot in it and I think the book is a lot more grittier than the series as
0: well Have you got your next one lined up? Oh, well, next one lined up So, that is massive! hey, didn't we have that in our library before we left? It is from our library! Claire! <laughs> you stole a book from the Learning Lounge. That's the one, though, well, that I said, Claire,
1: this yeah. is from,
0: where's it from? Notepad or something? Yeah, Wattpad. That's it. And I said, hang on a minute, all of the fiction on Wattpad is, like, smutty. <laughs> so you, did yeah. you steal it for that reason? Yeah. yeah. You're reading a smutty book. I
1: can't wait to hear you <laughs> I'm reading a smutty book by anna todd yeah after by anna todd so yeah it's a big book so i'm that I'm is starting a big book
0: <laughs> how long you have that screwed away amazing a long time i just haven't got around to reading it but i'm gonna start reading it now <laughs> the name of this episode will be she stole a library book <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just didn't think it was appropriate to leave in the library. No, you couldn't leave that. When when I was processing it, I had a little year seven processing it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that off you because I don't think you should process that book. <laughs> when I saw it was Wattpad, I was like, I'm taking this away. So I finished my audiobook today, which was Imposter by L J Ross. It was really good. This was the first book, and obviously I read them out of order. And then I realised that there's actually a fourth and a fifth and a sixth and a seventh, but the sixth and the seventh aren't on audiobook yet. And I'm like, ooh, should I just carry on this series? <laughs> I love it. The imposter oh. one I thought was a much better story. It was more engaging and I did guess the killer in this one. In the previous in, in well, the second book, but my previous read, I didn't guess the killer. It just felt a bit convoluted. Didn't really you know, it was a bit of a stretch. But this one, I, I, I guessed who the killer was. It was really creepy and just really, really, really good. But the narrator in the third and fourth book does change. So I am a bit dubious to continue because I hate it when the narrator changes because if I don't like them, I won't like the book. So uh, okay. uh, for me, it's a strong renew. I'm really loving this series by L.J. Ross about the psychologist. It's cheesy, but also good detective fun um and has enough balance there to kind of creep you out which is what you want from a thriller <laughs> so it's good i really like these audiobooks and then yeah i'm still reading bunny by mona awad and i'm quite of the way through this now and it's really really creepy And quite depressing. I've read quite a lot of it last night, and I felt really unsettled. And I felt like I had low mood. And I was like, is it just because I've read quite a lot of that book in one go, and it's just affected me a bit? Because the writing is just so depressing, but in a way that I can't... It's not, like, sad, but just the way that they see the world and how the world's explained is just really... Yeah, I don't know. It's good. I want to know what happens. But everything seems a bit out of touch. Like, sometimes it feels like she's in reality. But then she'll say something or explain the world. And you suddenly think, I don't think any of this is real. And it's just Um. weird. It's almost like, you you know, you've had some LSD and then started reading Bunny. That's the kind of vibes it's got. (laughs) It's really out there. The writing is out there. The characters are strange, and I just think, what is actually happening? But I want to know. But I also feel like this is a sort of book where I'll never know, because the narrator's slightly unhinged. But so far I'm enjoying it, but I don't think it would be a book. It's not a book that I usually read, if that makes sense. It's definitely um, an experiment for me to see if I like it. Oh, I hope it's not going to keep you down, though. Oh, I know. It's just so depressing. I think... Like, she's got this friend that she really likes and relies upon, and then this friend just, like, stopped speaking to her, and then the character was really upset, and then you were kind of upset for her, and... I don't know, it's very... It's an unnerving book. It's almost like watching a horror film. (laughs) But you've not got to the jump scare, you're just waiting. (laughs) It's good. But weird. Okay. We'll hear more about that next week then. Yeah, hopefully it won't be as depressing
1: as I continue. I'm not sure I'll be able to talk about my one. It
0: might be too much. You should, but you'll have to use like loads of double entendres and that sort of thing to get round the subject matter.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I will find a passage in Bunny for next time to showcase how weird the writing is. That would be good. I'd like that as always follow us on our instagram at lounging with books and make sure you get to the end of tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by gabrielle seven because next week we'll be doing our roundup of what we thought of the book and giving it our final review and then uh, yeah we'll be going on to our next one so it is goodbye mm. from me and it is goodbye from me <laughs>